Welcome back. I I think that's the best intro. What I've ever was done. that? I don't know. I just planned it uh, as it was coming out of my mouth. I planned it. Welcome back to another episode of Pastors of Pain. This is P A Y N E, not P A I N. What? <laughs> what do you want to say? P A I N. No, that's it. That's how you spell pain. Really? Yeah. I I was uh I was helping. I was at a family's house a couple weeks ago, and I was helping. Uh, one of the kids, the dad was helping with math, and I was helping one of the kids with spelling words. And I forgot how difficult the spelling like, is. Sp- spelling is like the word break and the word break. English is tough. English is real tough. I like to use the example when people are learning English. When they, people say like, "Oh, English," you know, people should just be able to learn English. It's so easy. And I say, "Okay, really." Um, P O L. I-S-H. So you're trying to learn English, and, and someone writes down P-O-L-I-S-H. Polish? What about somebody from Poland? Polish? Same oh, word. I never thought about spelled that. Spelled differently. I mean, if you looked at that, you'd be like, English is the most incoherent language I've ever it seen. Is. It is. You, it's spelled the same and pronounced differently, just based on, its pronun- based on whether it's capitalized. Prague that's insane. And Prague. Yeah. That's just okayism. Exactly. Though. That's just okayism. Anyway. Anyway, welcome back to another episode. Uh, we're glad you're with us. Of Pastors of Payne County, P-A-Y-N-E. We're, we, the, uh, we're right on uh, the uh, Highway 6, uh, also Highway 51. 6th uh, Street, I think it's called. Uh, yeah, all that stuff. Um, and we're in Payne County. If you've never been one here. of 77 counties in the glorious state of Oklahoma, and the 10th largest city in the state of Oklahoma and yeah. growing and, and growing. growing. Did we ever figure out what the rest of that list was the other day of, of the like, other, the uh, other, the, the large, the other largest towns in, in Oklahoma? We did. We did. But I, I can't look it up right now. Okay. But the other people can look it up. Yeah. I, uh, we, we we're 10th. We're 10th. We're, tenth. Tenth. we're proud. We're, we're moving we're Payne on County. Now. Payne County proud. I want to be nine. Nope. Maybe our, our show will bring people to Payne County. And no. They- you know what's going to do it? Is our preaching of the gospel is going to make people get married and then have babies. And stay here in Stillwater. And stay in Stillwater. And then because all the Catholic people in Stillwater had so many babies, the population of Stillwater grew and grew and grew. Let's see what that number is. And let's see if we can we can get over. That's okay. my goal. When okay. I leave here, well, there will oh, be many, oh. many new babies. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So anyway, hi, Father Kerry Wakulich. Father Brian O'Brien. Pastors of- We're just, yeah. St. John you know, Catholic two. Student Center. And St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church. We're just two priests here in Stillwater, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. trying to preach the gospel and doing a pretty poor job of it most days. <laughs> really? Speak for yourself. I don't know. It Speak seems, for yourself. I don't know. You know, there's a lot going on and- we can do better. We can do better. Well, you're you're trying to be a holy saintly priest. So I'm trying. Bam. That's that. I'm trying, but we're that's a, but that's I a live lot of with work. you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, I'm just kidding. I, I, that's been good I mean, since we. So we've now we've now lost our roommate. We had a duck. We had a. We named a street after. We had a third priest, water. Father Robert Duck, who was living with us, and he is I, now Il Roma is now gone. Is uh, t- taking a little a little vacation and then going back to Rome for another year. Father Robert, please come back soon. It was good to have another priest. Arrivederci. Mostly because you did a lot of work. <laughs> and that was awesome. Okay. He 
did a lot of work. Yeah, he, I think oh, he, he killed it here. It was awesome. He, in his funerals, he was here two months, and he probably did more of sacramental life and visiting the sick and like funerals and just preparing people for marriage and things like that, and uh, going to cemeteries and visiting awesome. visiting the homebound that I got to do in my first seven years. It's so hard to say goodbye. <laughs> To Robert Duck. <laughs> okay. Was that Belle DeVoe? That was uh, Boys to Men. Boys to Men. Which was founded. I'm, uh, I know please, a lot, please I know a lot about this from my high school days. <laughs> Boys to Men was founded by Michael Bivens of Belle Biv DeVoe. That's why I always get confused. You got Ricky Bell, Michael Bivens, Ronnie DeVoe. Belle Biv, Biv DeVoe. DeVoe. Now you know. No. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Oh dear. The things, okay. The things we retain over. Oh, it's a unbelievable. Life. I saw Bill Bib DeVoe in concert. I will have last you know. year? No, when I was in high school. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh, that was a show. Really? That's so funny. <laughs> I have not thought about that in a really long time. What, you got a favorite song by Bill Bib DeVoe? Oh, there's so many. I mean poison is It's driving me out of my mind. Bill Bib DeVoe was not poison? Was poison? Yeah. poison. Poison, was not poison. they were not always appropriate. Really? Yeah. Mm. They were a little Did you go to confession for all the uh CDs that you burned and tapes that you recorded? Tapes, of, those were tapes. Where you had to put then. the to put the boom boxes together and then be like, "Shh. <laughs> be quiet." My mom would come in, "What are you guys doing? Mom, you just ruined it. Stop it." <laughs> now we got to do this over. all over again. Start over. Yeah, the glory days of dubbing tapes and putting I think I don't know that I've ever brought to confession um what? Pi- piracy music piracy. <laughs> you didn't? I probably should though. Well you should go. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Are we gonna go <laughs> right here right here on the air? No, that would be <laughs> Confession is private, Father. Oh. <laughs> well it's so, only it's only it's only as private as the the the, the your voice. Yeah, that's true. I went to confession one time. I was in, uh, it was a couple, probably 10 years ago now. I was in uh, Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. Yeah. And I was, it was a Saturday afternoon. I was there visiting some Bishop Kelly alumni. Yeah. And so I went to the local church and I went to confession. And I was stood in line with everybody else, you know. Were you in your clerics? uh, I was in clerics, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There were funny looks there. When the priest, when there's a priest in line, which is rare commodity to see a priest in in, in line. line for confession. Yeah, I mean, I we go, go every Monday. We go, but I, you know, I go to usually re- different retired priests and call them up and <laughs> sit in their living room. Very forgetful ones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I go in, and I'm you know probably two minutes in, and like someone knocks on the door, and I was like, what? And the, and the guy the guy like open open the door of the confessional. I'm in there. The the priest is in there, and this guy opens the door of the confessional. I mean, that's a big time no no. And and the guy peeks his head in, doesn't look, but he goes, "We can hear everything you're saying." <laughs> no. And I was just like, "Oh wow!" You know, I, I don't and I don't remember what I was confessing at the time. But piracy. I, you know, I kind of have maybe it was piracy. I have you know I, I have a, a little bit of a louder voice. Um, and so I used to, which I used to get in trouble, like in elementary school all the time, <laughs> like everyone would be talking. I mean, everyone in the, and everyone in fifth grade would be talking 
Brian? <laughs> Brian O'Brien? Like, and I'd be like, what? Like, what? I just, I'm just louder than everyone. Anyway. Yeah. So, you just, you know, you got to keep it. Sit me down. So, at St. Francis Xavier, in our confessional, uh, we have I, we have a little, like, white noise machine. Is that? Outside. And it works. Because it works. you're loud. Not, it, no, in the confessional, I'm not. I'm not loud. Whisper. When I'm when I'm the confessor, yeah. I don't speak at a loud oh, okay, volume. Yeah. But, but when you're going when to confession, I go to confession, you're I yelling guess, out your sins. I guess I'm so piracy, <laughs> but not on the high seas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so uh, yeah. Anyway, um, okay. speaking of confession, really, isn't it great? Uh, I'd love to go. People need to go to confession more. It's so good. I love it. Every it's Monday. It's so good for you. It, 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 I just, it's amazing. It's just amazing. Okay. Why is it good for you? Why is it amazing? Oh tell my me. gosh. Tell me more. Tell me more. Please. <laughs> I want to hear. So number one, the, I think the, I mean, the best part about confession, the sacrament of reconciliation, the sacrament of penance is that your sins are forgiven. You walk in there mm. with sin, and you walk out without sin. Pretty incredible. It's like a little miracle every time. Yeah. Then, this is secondary, but also good, is you feel better. Yeah. You feel, you know, unburdened uh-huh. of, of sin. I've literally seen people, like, come in hunched over. Whoa. And leave like standing straight up because of just the weight of this whatever's going on in their life. And I'm a chi- and I'm also a chiropractor. <laughs> no, uh, no. Uh, spot on adjustment. I mean, people come in. Yeah, I mean, weight weighted down. There's a reason we use that phrase, weighted down by their sins, Small and God. they need to be relieved of that burden. And and in some cases, they've been carrying around for. For weeks, right? For months, for years, right? What's your reaction? So there's there's somebody out there listening right now, who has not been to confession in a really long time, and one of the things that I think prevents people, okay, is they think when I go in there and I tell the priest that it's been five years or ten years or twenty years since I've been to confession, they're gonna make me feel bad. They're gonna yell at me. Your reaction when somebody comes in and says, Father, I have no idea what I'm doing. It's been a really long time. Yeah, and okay. you say, a really long time, like like, I, I say, like months? or yeah. no, I, I always give them a number. I, when they say uh, a long time, I say, was it a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, a thousand years ago? And they, they never, uh, like... It's been a thousand years. A thousand and then years. You, and then they come like, around. You look really good. You yeah. must have been using some you of look that like Glowology hand lotion. Why are you so small and green <laughs> and you talk backwards? Uh, so this is what I do. It's like, uh, you ever seen Sister Act? Gloria! Gloria! Isn't that from Sister Act? Um, I think so. It's been uh, a while. Uh, well, I think it's been a while too. But there's this is like, remember, there's, what, what is it? There are more angels in heaven rejoicing over one sinner who turns back to the Lord than 99 who think they're righteous. It's a glorious moment. I'm yes. like, there's a party going. I, I can even say in Spanish, I said, hay una fiesta en el cielo arita para usted. There's a fie- party going on in heaven for you right now because 
you're convertir tu corazón y tu vida a nuestro Señor Jesús. You're changing, Sharing, you're yeah, giving your yeah. life back to the Lord. Yeah. I had yeah. to learn that in English and Spanish to be able to tell people because that's what's going on. The angels of God, heaven, all the saints, the church, the church triumphant is praising God right now. Is just singing because they've been interceding on your behalf. And you step in and you're like, and these are the ways I have failed to love God, love my neighbor, and love myself. And you just, people just like, like my, my buddy who's a, uh, um, an MD, is that a psychiatrist when you're a psychologist with an MD? You're like a psychiatrist. And he says, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're chatting one afternoon on his back patio. And he goes, yeah, I really hate priests. I said, why, Doc? He goes, you guys, you, you, you get right to the problem. Like, he said, people come into confession and they just, they don't, you know, they may know you, they may not know you. And they just open their heart to everything because they know that Jesus, and this guy, no, he's Catholic, that, who said this, I hate priests because of this. We take his business. Yeah. He says you, they instantaneously open their heart to allow God's mercy to surge upon it. Like that ocean of mercy that St. Faustina, that Jesus tells Faustina, I want to pour an ocean of mercy upon the world. And he says, they know that. He says, when I get them, it takes me a year, year and a half to get to the source of the problem. He says, that's amazing. And people do it in seconds in the sacrament of confession. And I said, well, how do you know that? He goes, because I do it. <laughs> yeah. It, he him pers- he himself does it. And he, sa- he knows people that when they go to confession, they come back differently because they've just opened their heart to the mercy and the love of the Lord. All right. I have some yes or no questions for you. Do priests go to confession? Yes. Do you go to confession? Yes. Do you enjoy hearing confessions? Yes and no. Talk about that. Uh, yes, I enjoy talking to people about their faith journey and about where their woundedness is and brokenness and their need for healing. Do I like sitting there and listening to people's sins? No. Um, it's, I mean, it, 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 it's painful. It's painful because you're entering into a moment uh, with another person in this like, grace-filled moment where you stand in the person of, in the place of Jesus Christ. And remember, when Jesus saw his friend Lazarus in the tomb, he wept. And there are moments that, you know, later in the day, I like, or even at that moment, like, I'll start crying. Because I've met a person that is broken. Broken. And just needs love and needs the Lord's love. And they've been looking for love in all the wrong places. Look. <laughs> and it's sad. Yes. So I. But then the flip side of it is the beauty that is this moment of encounter with the Lord's grace. And you're right. I never thought of confession as spiritual chiropractory. Chiropractory? Chiro- <laughs> <laughs> it's just like. Because some it's, sometimes it's just like a little adjustment, and sometimes it's like we're oh we're gonna have to put some uh, with you. You're gonna have to put a word a back brace for a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's beautiful, but yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, in the catechism, it refers to the sacrament of confession. Like when you when you read it in the catechism, like let Vinny Vinny Flynn's Seven Secrets of Confession. 
It's awesome. And he, he wrote something in there that I never even noticed before, that the sacrament of confession is under the sacraments of healing. Anointing of the sick and confession are sacraments of healing. Bam. Beautiful. Do you hear sp- uh, confessions in other languages? Spanish? Portuguese, Italian. You do not speak Portuguese. I spoke enough Portuguese when I was in Portugal, uh, and I faked it with Spanish. Wow. uh, Because they have, like, similar words. And then then Italian. Wow. Cool. You know, you you have to, like, people come up to you and they're like, uh, Cha padre. And you're like, they they just, like, want to go to confession. They... Because they never want to, they they don't want to go to their confessor, or they know that they're they never they're never going to see you terrible. again. You're never going to see you again. What? Uh, this is not a yes or no question. Okay. How often do OSU students go to confession? Well, we have an hour Tuesday through Friday from eight to nine. We have a half hour before every daily mass, and we have an hour before every Sunday mass. That's a lot. And do you sit there by yourself, or are people joining you in the confessional? Rare, rarely, yeah. rarely. Yeah. We, uh, I, uh, I was. I mean, it's like nine usually. Like I'll have to end Eucharistic adoration in the morning, and then go back and hear confessions wow. because people want to be saints. Yep. That's it. It's it's the 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 conversion that's taking place because yeah, I think you told me this about like Saint Augustine when you when you preached on Saint Augustine on his feast day a couple weeks ago, you're like, God is looking for you and he's sowing grace in your heart yeah. to, to bring you back. Yeah, we think right? it's, yeah, we think we're just, we spend our whole lives trying to like find God when in fact, St. Augustine's a great example of just, we just need, we need to be found. And confession is a place where we can be found. Yeah. Where God searches us and pushes us to get in there and take care of business. Stop walking around with all this sin. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are just debilitated. Yeah. But for whatever reason, and that, and I like to talk about kind of what what holds people back. My experience is one one of the yeah. major things, which is so simple. One of the things that holds people back is they say, "I don't know how to go. I don't know what to do." When I get in there. Yeah. There's, there's an app for that called The Confession App that we wrote at the University of Tulsa. Yep. So download it, The Confession App. Yep. It's free. It's got lovely little colors. Step by step. I mean, just walks you right through it. You can type in. You just like click on the sins. You can do three different varieties of them. The Confession App. Free. There Find you go. It on. So yeah, people, uh, and, and I would say, I mean, for, to every priest out there, like would say like, Big deal. I mean, yes. Is there a is there a formal way to go to confession? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and should should a Catholic know how to do that? Yes. But if if you if it's been a long time, if it's been a while, or if what is stopping you is I don't know how to go, just get in there, right? And just say that to the priest, and right. it, and it happens all the time. People come in and say, Father, it's been a long time, or I don't really know exactly how to. And we will guide you. Right. Like, right. It's, not, it's not that hard. Well, okay, that's what's, what's keeping you away. That's a lame excuse. What's another reason that people say I stay um, away? I think another, another reason that people stay away is shame. Okay. Shame. Um, that people are, are, they've sinned in big or small ways. Um, I, I think especially with, with 
with big sins, um, I think especially with sins that are embarrassing. Yeah. I would say especially with, in regard to sexual sins, people are embarrassed. They don't want to say it out loud. Um, and you go back to you go back to the to Genesis, right? Adam and Eve in the garden, uh-huh. um, naked and unashamed, without shame. Yeah. They sin. What's the first thing they do? Is they cover themselves. They hide. And they, they hide. Cover, yeah, they hide. Cover themselves. And God says, "Where are you?" I love that line. Where I'm are you? I'm looking for you. I'm looking for you because yeah, I Saint want Augustine. you. Yes. And and they're hiding. And we do that. We do that. We 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 have sin and we're ashamed of it. We know I should not have done that. Yeah. Or sins of omission. I should have done that and I didn't. Okay. And that fills us with shame. It fills us with guilt. Mm-hmm. And so we don't want that sin to see the light. Because if we see the light, then we're going to have to deal with it. Right. But Jesus has made it so, I don't want to say easy. I don't want to, this is not cheap grace. Um, but Jesus has given us a way to be forgiven of our sins. And yet, I mean, a lot of people. Right. Stay away from it. Right. Out of fear or... Yeah. Hey, uh, there was this moment I was meeting with my spiritual director in seminary, who's now still my spiritual director. Um, that 15 years he's been my spiritual director. It's awesome. And so I was sitting down with him one day, and I was going to the spiritual direction. I have my list of things I'm going to talk about. And I actually have an item on it that says, uh, don't talk about this. <laughs> and and it, it, like the days before... I was in my mind in prayer and just like throughout the day, it was like, don't talk to him about that. Don't talk to him about that. I was like, what is that? And you know, say Ignatius talks about the spiritual exercise, the discernment of spirits. I was like, that is the enemy. So I went to talk to my spiritual director that day. Well, it was an appointment. We had an hour set aside. I need to call him. I forgot to set an appointment this past month. We put that down on the list of things I need to do. Call him. I am not your secretary. Uh, uh, could you, uh, Money Penny? Could you? <laughs> so anyway, I go to sit down with him, and I and we're I'm going down my list of things I need to talk about, and going on my faith life, both the good and the bad. And I say to him, "Now, what I'm going to tell you, I actually have written down right here. Don't tell you about it." And everything, Shame. everything in my being Shame. says, don't say it. Yep. Now, that was 10 <laughs> years ago, and I don't remember what it was. And when I said it, he goes, okay. Yeah, so you're, the, you're making a bigger deal out of it. The enemy was making a bigger yeah. deal out of it. Yep. And whatever it was, like that block, this, like, this obstacle, this barrier, this entrenched, it as soon as it went away, there was this peace once again. And that's, you know, you can notice that, but where the enemy is and where the, the Lord is, because St. Paul talks about those fruits of the Holy Spirit of peace, joy, and gentleness. Galatians 5. Yeah. And where the enemy is, is darkness and fear and terror. And what are we talking about? Hiding. Shame, Shame. and hiding. Yep. So, I, I mean, I had that experience several times. That's where I think too, you know, in all in all that's been going on in the church lately, um, you know, I think there is a, there is a tremendous need. However, terrible the sins are, and whomever has committed them, expose them to the light. It it come it needs to come to the light. Um, he scatters all darkness. We were uh, in seminary. We had there was a great line we were given. I just remember it kind of being that first year. And it said, 
um, that everyone is entitled to a private life, but no one is entitled to a secret life. Wow. Wait, you repeat it one more time? No one, no one is entitled. Everyone is entitled to a private life, but no one is entitled to a secret life. And they were sp- talking specifically as seminarians and as priests, right? I mean, so there are, we, we sin, we fall short. And, and so in the, in the priest world, we have spiritual directors, um, confessors. Friends who hold us accountable. Friends who hold us accountable to be able to, to, to speak, to bring things out into the open. Yeah. So if there's something in your life that is, I just simply can't tell anyone that, um, a, a sin, yeah. you need to tell somebody yeah. that. I mean, it needs, it needs to come to the light because it's yeah. going to just eat away. I mean, so that thing for you 10 years ago, yeah. you don't even remember what it was. And, and, and I, I kept on hearing, don't say this. Don't say, I'm actually thinking about it now. He said, I heard this voice say, don't say it. He'll think you're stupid. And, and when I when I meet people in the sacrament of confession and uh, you know we stand in the person of Jesus Christ because it the, it says I absolve you from your sins I, 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 that's, Jesus that's the is Lord absolving yeah you. I absolve you from your sins it when they bring it to the light it just crushes the darkness it, in Greek it, you know it says uh, the word became you know the the, um, the first part of the gospel John chapter chapter one it says he scatters the darkness. And the darkness knew him, knew it not. Like, it just mm. couldn't overcome the light. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of confession. Brings all those things to the light, and the warmth of the light who is Jesus Christ heals all our wounds. And then the beauty. I tell people go once a month. I go to also tell them go when you do your laundry. Go when you do your laundry. <laughs> because what? If your clothes smell that bad, which yours do, by the way. I just oh that's not nice. I'm, and and we're not airing, true. airing dirty laundry. I do more laundry than anyone in the house. <laughs> I know you should. Okay, go as frequent as you do your laundry. And if you're like that's every day, like okay, well then go every once a week or go yeah. every two weeks or at least go once a month. Once yep. a month keeps Cleanse everything on course. Cleanse keeps the everything soul. on like a pilot. Keeps everything on. I like the analogy of the kind of the window. I've used this in the parish over the summer. I was teaching about confession and. You know, they're, they're the sun, sun shining through the window. Oh, John of the Cross, yeah. And then mud gets on the window. Is the sun still shining? Yes, it is. Is it getting into the room? No, it's not. Why? Mm. Because the window is covered with mud. That's your sin. Yeah. So when you when you go to confession, your window is clean. And that light, that beautiful, bright oh, sunlight awesome. can come and, and can shine through. But sin darkens. Smudges, darkens, darkens, darkens our intellects. It darkens our will. Um, it makes sinning easier. Yeah. It makes us more likely to sin in the future. Separates um, us from the grace and yeah. love of the Lord. Yeah. Gets rid of charity, especially so let's, mortal. Let's give some good resources. You mentioned the confession app. Yeah, the um, confession app. Vinnie Flynn's book. Seven Secrets of the Eucharist. Um, the catechism. If you read the catechism of the Catholic Church on confession, um, it's in part two on the yeah. sacraments. Will blow you away uh-huh. of what of what is available to you. Um, there's some wonderful, you know, before you go to confession, especially if it's been a while, you might look up uh, an examination of conscience, um, yeah. which is basically just a series of questions that would help you to, you know, look at your own life and and yeah. be aware of your sins. What do you think about people? We're running out of the time here, but what do you think about people who come into confession with a list? I love lists. I do too. 
I think people are very self-conscious. I've seen people like, I have a list. Is that okay? Yes. <laughs> Who cares? Because a lot Literacy. of people come in. Yeah, a lot of people come in and like, and they forget. Bring a list. Or what about people with the phone? Uh, that's the that's same confession thing. App. It's same got thing. The, it's got the app on it. So don't yeah. if if that's you, like, don't feel bad about it. I always tell people like if you if you have a list, make sure it's a, it has somebody else's letterhead on the top of it, like their name. Like one of my goddaughters did that. She went to confession and she used it, her roommate's letterhead. And I was like, so where are you going to leave that now? Because it has the other you person's burn it. <laughs> yeah, burn she did. It. She put it in the shredder. She said, "Okay, good." Uh, so, when do you have confessions at St. Francis? So, St. Francis Xavier, we have uh, two major confession times uh, throughout the week. We are Wednesday nights, which Ooh. is very convenient. College students like it, uh, five thirty to six thirty, and then we are uh, Saturday afternoons from three to four thirty. So, a good chunk of time. That's two and a half hours. And then, one of my goals actually in the parish is to increase our confession time. So, you're going to start seeing. Um, uh, kind of be- before mass, you're going to start seeing some more available times. Mm. Um, just a couple weeks ago, Father Robert and I did a like a weekend of mercy where we heard confessions during whoever was celebrating mass. The other one was in the confessional. Nice. And it was wonderful, wonderful. And so at, at St. Francis Xavier, we can hear confessions in uh, in English and in Spanish. Uh, and uh, Spanish speakers love to go to confession. God bless them. I love them. I need to come over and hear confessions. Una fiesta, una fiesta you. en el cielo. I owe you. A party owe you. in the sky. A party in the sky? Well, well, you've wasted another 29 and a half minutes listening to us drone on about confession and its the glory beauty of it. in your life. So we're the pastors of pain. Father Kerry Wakulich, Father Brian O'Brien, pray for us. Benedicite. Have a great week. God bless.